0: Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka GL, and on today's episode, I have cosplayer, gaming uh player, content creator Rosie Stormborn at rosie stormborn, and what we have right now is a conversation between me, the Ninja, and a cosplayer. Very rare, right? So basically, we're going to dive into in the first round, so um, we're gonna talk about her fascination on how she got into cosplaying, what does it mean to be cosplaying, what are the intricacy and everything and crafting overall. And she's gonna teach me a few things about the underworld underground world of cosplaying. So I see it from the photographer's world uh, view, which is, um, you know, just taking pictures and bringing the personality to life and everything. However, You know, what's the mentality behind cosplaying and everything and, you know, the material involved. Obviously, when she asked me, you know, how much do you think a costume costs? I gave a ballpark in my point of view, but apparently that's not the case and it's a different world and, and, and in the actual cosplaying and everything. But we also... Um, bring to light a lot of different topics, uh, you know, from me, my perspective as a photographer, and her perspective as a cosplayer herself. Um, not only that, she also reflect on my primer about cosplay and the conventions world and and so forth. It's going to be a very interesting conversation. So stay tuned. Welcome, Rosie. Hello. So. Funny fact, uh, Rosie only uh, actually met me at Land OTS 2020. The other times we always chatting in at on Twitter, or she likes a lot of my pictures of the cosplay and the video games and stuff like that. Uh, and, but I've done my ninja trick, which is I've, sh- I've gotten a few pictures when she was on the stages of the different type of masquerade and everything. But this year I finally caught, like she's the <laughs> one that snuck up to me and we're, communicating and i got this cool hot dog scene oh man
1: the regrets <laughs> you know i thought about buying that hot dog for like a solid 2 days of the convention like of the <laughs> of the land i was like
0: man and oh, then when you actually did it, you delicious. sat down. You look at that mesmerizing hot dog. I I just please, the
1: don't drip on me. I
0: was just the League of
1: Legends finals?
0: <laughs> yes, it was. It was during Le- the League of Legends finals. I just look across... I had my my ultra zoom lens, and I. I knew it. Rosie.
1: I knew it too. Like I was like, I know he's lurking around here. I need to eat this fast. And none of the mustard can drip because if it does, then he's gonna take pictures of me trying to like clean it up. <laughs> I can't have that. And then you have Tino on the stage, like filming. I was like, all I need is for him to get like one of the players like intensely looking at a screen trying to make a play and then me in the background with my hot dog half out of bun <laughs> and mustard my, ripping out
0: but my focus was so- solely on you i tried to get a capture it's just like it. we're talking about this hot dog now you have it and you have that look and i go oh yeah I, i'm definitely capturing that as a bts shot and i just i'm i and i've told other people, when I actually shoot them on a one-on-one, is like I think of the caption before I actually take the picture, <laughs> and, and that gets the most laugh and I guess the most uh, playtime and time everything.
1: You won that round, uh, sir.
0: <laughs> so besides that, last year I did my ninja trick again, but you were with uh, Bean Duck doing some interview. But I know you most for the cosplaying and everything. Yeah. Right? So. so Tell huh. me about your experience as a cosplayer because you're actually the first cosplayer that I have on the podcast. So, how long have you been oh, cosplaying?
1: Um, so, I started cosplaying a while back, um, 2005. And no, like 2011, 12, maybe?
0: Oh, shit. Wait, that's 11, that, that's 12, about the same. I, I was it at the I same time that I posted Egypt. that old TBS picture? Oh, the one okay, that you said that so you had your notepad.
1: Convention, the 2009 Montreal Comic Con, I used to be part of a, so this is a story of how I got into Comic Cons. Um, my high school, Vincent Massey Collegiate Represent, um, we had a comic book club and manga club. Um, so our profs would gather together and have each of us pay like $10. They would buy us a bunch of comic books and mangas and we would have like a library and be able to take them out. One of our teachers got the idea of having us go to Montreal Comic-Con when it started up that year. Um, So he messaged them, was like, hey, I want to bring a group of high schoolers. Can you give us some free tickets? Uh, Alas, we got our free paper printed tickets (laughs) to go to this. I swear, I remember like my cousin coming with me and we went to the door and they like tore it. And I was like, thanks. And we like walked into this dingy no windows room. Like, I saw that photo you posted and I had a flashback. (laughs) I bought bought a, I had those, uh, those, and I'm like, I swear I remember this.
0: Those nasty, like, remember this picture X years ago. I go, oh, I so don't want to remember it, but sure. (laughs)
1: Like, yeah, it was, it was like, I remember all the actors lined up against the wall, and I was like, wait these actors, like, actually stay here. Like, they want to be here. But it was so cool for me to see, like, this group of, like... I think the only cosplayer there was uh Marie-Claude Bonbonnet.
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually... Ha- <laughs> okay, so basically, uh, that was my first time at a Comic-Con, and I brought a whole bunch of, you know, Asian or Weavers here and there. And the thing is, I had two of my f- uh, friends, w- uh, girls, who had basically no filter. They're really polite. But after that, like, they went up to her as like cool cosplay and after that, they start posing where <laughs> and she she was in this wasp costume but you know her yeah. chest is very prominent yes. and they go let me hold it it's like oh shit that's not a costume oh, <laughs> and then they're head. like oh sorry 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 i'm like, i'm there i'm like oh, you guys did it I, I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: not getting involved
0: <laughs> i'm not getting involved but i do have one of those pictures i didn't want to put as a bts it's just like i'm, I'm sorry but then again she developed that personality over time and everything and but she's one of the cosplayers that was there but there was a whole bunch of other cosplayers there's was one that brought in um as zach and that has the very big buster sword i have a picture of him impaling my friend and stuff that and she wanted that you know Um, it's so
1: crazy that you say that because i was just thinking when i saw your photo like I don't remember seeing any cosplayers there, but I have friends who were like, oh yeah, I I went, I was in this, or I went, I was in that costume. And yep. I was like, yep. that was so off my radar when I was in high school. Like, yes, <laughs> I was a, I was like a, a bit of a weeb and like I would, I was like a little scene emo kid. So like I dressed up and like, like with a Japanese like flair, you would say, like I liked the whole like goth, uh, Japanese goth. Oh, okay. Really? I had orange
0: hair. I had right I had now. the the frost tip. <laughs> I had the frost tips. I'm Asian, so I had the frost tip. <laughs> I had, I had uh, the 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 blonde hair, the blonde bleach bleach hair. But people look at me, he's like, dude, you're Asian. Yeah, so
1: you're like, try me.
0: Try me. It's like after that one day, I couldn't wait to to. So it was my cousin that it usually does. She she's a hairdresser and stuff like that. So professionally she can do the entire color scheme and stuff then she's done she's done it to her kids like all the rainbows possible she does it so she had her test
1: group you're like it's gonna look pretty but then after that
0: i got so accustomed to that particular color i decided to go go grab one of those perms at the pharmacy and shit oh my god i didn't know that in order to get those shades (laughs) you need different chemicals so it turned out that my black hair with the incorrect bleach turns orange so Uh. I sported orange for a while. It's fine.
1: We all had those moments. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Then after that, you know,
0: might as well put on a jersey, basketball jersey, and call myself Fruit Basket and just go with it, you know? (laughs) yeah,
1: like that was such an experience for me. Uh, My comic book club uh, would have us go up to the comic book artists and Mm -hmm. like have them sketch things for us. So I'd give them the spiel of like I was from a high school comic book club. We hang up artwork on our walls. Like, would you be able to do a sketch for us for free? Like, whatever and they're like oh mm-hmm. yeah for sure like very rare that someone said no to us so we always got them and brought them to our teachers at the end and they were super excited uh after montreal comic-con went really well we actually went to fan expo in 20... 2009 or 2010 um, probably
0: 2010 or 2011 because the yeah. picture that you saw was 2010
1: right 2010. 2010. So yeah, it was the same summer. So 2010 of that year, we went to Fan Expo. And that was when I was like, Oh my god, friends, we should do like we did more like casual cosplay. So we dress up as like Sam and Dean from supernatural like my friend made the little necklace for dean i made my demon blade and that was like the extent of our cosplay right you're just like expressing yourself and being a fan of like something that that was the
0: easy mode because you only needed a jacket and a few accessories exactly
1: so i liked (laughs) to take stuff i already had and then like it also taught me to like work with clay, uh, to work with. Oh, I mean, back then I made my blades with what cardboard and paint, but they still looked legit. So, uh, you know, like so it just learning. Wait, to work where where did the thought. clay came in? The demon blade. So Sam had his like carved demon blade. So I made that. Yeah, my friend yeah. for the clay made her necklace. Dean has a necklace that he wears. The little looks like a. I don't know, like guy with little antlers but yeah so that was like the extent of my cosplay the year after at fan expo i decided to go more hardcore i bought a real bow i started doing archery and i wanted to be katniss Everdeen. like it was a thing Mm, okay (laughs) yeah so i uh that's what i wore to fan expo 2011 i think um okay and uh also wore it to montreal comic-con but like i said very like casual like yeah it was crazy like people were stopping you to take pictures people would yell at you and be like Katmas you're like oh my god I feel so great um yeah it was uh it was a lot does that make you
0: feel awesome that the fact that you pulled it off or
1: yeah because it was so simple right I wore a black v-neck like green cargo pants and and the bow was just it was the bow right so and i wore my mocking j pin like girl i got a braid in my hair like you got it like what else are you gonna do right um so that's the kind of stuff i was going for at the beginning because i was just like i like these characters but then once i started to notice like the a game some people were bringing and how easy it could be to just learn a new talent and craft something new it started to be more of a challenge for myself to like learn to craft learn new ways to craft and make it new and better costumes. So yeah, that's like what kind of motivated me to start cosplaying was just seeing the level I could get to by seeing how other people develop. I didn't have like cosplay friends. Then I had my friends who were like my friends and liked the shows that I was watching, like the comic books we were like reading Mm-hmm like your friends like there were certain universes that you you really dig like i knew what umbrella academy was as soon as umbrella academy came out and now everyone's like a fan of umbrella academy <sighs> i'm sorry
0: <laughs> yeah so basically no. it's <laughs> like all those like it's always you got the manga versus the anime with the fillers versus netflix so yes. basically like if you talk to me if you talk to me about avatar it's like not the night ne- like, emlan shamlan right no, no no that doesn't no, no, count no, no, no. uh Death note not the netflix one right it's like oh, no no so it's like so it's like you read the legit stuff right it's like the only one that's acceptable is dragon ball and and all that like okay we understand the I never watched a
1: live action dragon ball like i don't know if i would go that far like the no hair no no please don't not... please
0: don't please don't that's that's in our blacklist it's like oh it can't be as worse than that it's like no no, no can't It can't be it worse can. than dragon ball evolutions like you know it's, <sighs> give, give yourself a break <laughs> yeah
1: but like we all i know fans of stuff get passionate about what they're passionate about and i so i totally feel it like i was i was never really like i liked mangas but i was very selective on the mangas i read and when people were trying to be like anime snobs or manga snobs with me i would just give up like i'd throw in the towel automatically like my brother was a big weeb in when i was in high school and he was like in college like he was a huge weeb he have he'd watch anime all the time he was the og gamer in my family too so i okay. learned a lot from my brother but i can never be at his level
0: but it shouldn't be a level right it's, but it it's, is
1: you, though like in that community you don't turn, you're is. not
0: supposed to turn into a wikipedia <laughs> like that's that's the funny part it's like i so on a few episodes back when i was giving the primer and i was saying like i had uh, AKA Black Hulk, like, Jock, like, yeah. and everything. And after yeah. I was like, he was telling me, he was like, who's that? I was like, where is that universe? And I... Start like spitting out as if he punched in Wikipedia, Google into me as like, Who's that? That's episode X, where I'm like oh he was looking God. at me is like, yes. I'm taking advantage of this. Who's that? What's that? Oh that this is like, oh yeah. It's he was like, like Was oh, it oh, you? Yeah.
1: Like he was like checking your weep status. Like I, he
0: wasn't checking, it's just like, uh, I'm Asian. It's like just just ask the Asian guy. <laughs> this
1: thing? my brother isn't Asian. <laughs>
0: uh but it's not supposed to be competition it's not supposed to be level it's
1: not but you see okay so this is this is where it starts getting into the whole like competition yes so like to touch on that like the cosplay thing essentially it is a competition right so as much as we like to think that we're cosplaying for our own fandoms and our own passion and our own love uh like you were telling your friend like every year at comic-con there's a new hot thing to cosplay Mm -hmm. is it gonna be harley quinn this year because the new movie is coming out i mean i work in community management i work in marketing that's the way companies want you to choose your cosplays because that's helping them right and uh, WB brand and
0: marketing and the more exposure the more you're in it and then people are searching for it and it's an easy grab and stuff like that so basically if you detour from that it's like oh you're the out person out cool you can identify yourself you're you're the odd person out and stuff like that you might get a bit of buzz but why are you not part of mainstream media and stuff like that so this year it would have been Joker I think
1: Joker you mentioned like Birds of Prey Harley Quinn which uh, a little android aileen did on her instagram like as soon as those promo photos come out before the trailer mm-hmm. these people will catch on to that And i'm not saying these people as not like these people i mean it isn't like those very passionate individuals who are really into their costume making will mm. find the pr- promo photos as soon as they leak or as soon as they come out officially
0: yep Uh,
1: they'll try to match the fabrics they'll try to mimic the fabrics if they have to like use fabric paint or paint it and it's 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 a lot about like accuracy and screen accuracy and also like skill in in your craftsmanship as well right and that's what made me have such a love for people who did masquerades and stuff like i'm not at that level i was never and never did i want to be i wish like i want to learn to But i
0: spotted you twice on a masquerade contest oh
1: god i don't want to talk about that all right all
0: right all right. okay
1: but like okay okay no let's talk about
0: that (laughs) i mean that's where my camera came in like like fine it's like fine okay so wait wait a bit of history is the fact that yes she did roam around like Rosie did roam around the the usual convention, and you know, eventually, like if I see a flock of photographers, I'm not gonna i i i've, I've mentioned it on a previous episode i i can take my shot from any angle and still make it work, and and I love the fact that a lot of people recognize I have that particular ninja talent and that can make it. I'll stop depending on who uh I, I need a a face to face shot too, but or else they're gonna walk away. But you specifically. Uh, it's one of your cat feline costume at one of the it was or at DreamHack or at TS that there was a contest.
1: Oh yeah, and then um, after that
0: this year you, you, you yeah 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 so that was the first time I actually tag you on a cosplay costume and it was a masquerade. That it was, was masquerade. like
1: my favorite because I love cats. I'm a huge cat fan. So like <laughs> when I started cosplaying more seriously, like I sat down with my friend and I was like okay, I'm doing all these cats. (laughs) Like basically, I was like, I got to do all the cats, not just that cat, but that cat and this one too. Um, I was a big Ruby fan as well. So I really wanted to cosplay Blake from Ruby. So I had done her first outfit from volume one, and then eventually ended up uh, buying a costume off of a great cosplayer who does not cosplay anymore um, from Toronto. So she kind of like dropped off the face of cosplay and was selling her cosplays. And so I was like, perfect opportunity to buy remake. Cause that's what I realized was better for me. Um, I love. Get the the
0: baseline. Yeah, exactly. Get the baseline. Yeah.
1: Um, Which is what I did with Elemental Selects as well. Like I just had to modify that one though. I didn't remake anything uh, because Val did such a good job with that costume. But it... it the, Only it the costume, the, right? So we, the, the, the,
0: staff, the staff did not survive, The right?
1: staff did not survive. Like, <laughs> we repeat, the staff did not survive. <laughs> so My people
0: God. that don't know, there was a small little mishap. It was not a well, wardrobe misfunction. It was an accessory Thank misfunction. God, but like...
1: People have to go through that in their lives. Like, Janet Jackson yes. had to go through that in her life. And I did yes. not, thank God. Like, it was just the staff, guys. It was just the staff.
0: Yeah, yes. But, I mean, like, a lot of the cosplay material and stuff like that are fragile. or like, They're not sturdy, depending on what you make it from and stuff yeah. like that. And, and that it goes was, into play with though, costs and stuff like that.
1: It was. Hmm? Like, she she what she did is for the staff, she had to make it collapsible because she was traveling with it. Okay. Um, so, the top and the bottom star heads like detached from the centerpiece where you hold it um Mm -hmm. and it's like the part of a it seems like the part of a broom like that you clip the top on with something like that
0: oh it could be it could have been a swiffer
1: yeah like a swiffer type of thing yeah
0: um
1: and uh yeah so basically they loosen up as you take it apart over and over and over and over again it's bound to like you know the ridges are gonna get shaved off slowly
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and so it became less stable so when rosie decided her it's a great idea to twirl it twirl this staff <laughs> repeatedly on stage until it flies off and hits someone like part of me was like this will fly off and hit someone but will it go viral Yes, uh,
0: do it. <laughs> um, we I would have asked no, T dude kidding. for that, but right?
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> while I was twirling it, and it was just like wiggling like a wavelength, I was like, I should stop, but I don't know what else to do. Oh my god! So I, anyways, I rolled with it. It, it, it mm-hmm. broke. It is what it is. It's fine. Um, but. But those,
0: mean, those, those are your two masquerade, and yeah, those, basically.
1: and
0: you, but yet you don't didn't want to. Be at that level, though.
1: No, but that's different. Okay, this is the thing. Uh, So both of those masquerades were aligned in TS. And it's not a masquerade as much as it is a cosplay contest. And the difference is... So
0: teach us, teach us. Mm
1: -hmm, Okay, well, um, I've learned a lot from my friends who do real competitions. (laughs) And for all the people who chime in to correct me, (laughs) I appreciate you because it's a learning experience. There's a lot of layers to the amount of like masquerades and levels that people have to go through to be let's say in the wcs the world cosplay summit in japan every year um so otaku the reason why we there's see a better- there's
0: a summit oh, jesus okay yes, I- yes.
1: so wcs uh world cosplay summit um they have their um preliminaries uh, i believe so please people correct in the comments you- if i am wrong don't yeah, comprehend. yeah, Com-
0: comments when I release it and, and and stuff like that. So there's the summit, and there's preliminary. Le- the
1: preliminaries are okay. Like who is going to represent Canada at the World Cosplay Summit in Japan the year after, not the year of the year after? Um, those people go to Otakuthon. So Otakuthon has its own masquerade with its own prizes, and also on Saturday, not Sunday. Sunday is the masquerade of Otakuthon. Saturday okay. is the preliminaries to see if you can represent Canada in the World Cosplay Summit. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it, it was confusing to me because I didn't realize that those were two separate things.
0: Um, okay, okay.
1: So conventions will organize their own uh, uh, masquerades with their own prizes, and then the World Cosplay Summit, which is where people need to do a full skit. Like the the caliber of the craftsmanship that people need to go through. So that's where mm-hmm. the classes. Well, mm-hmm. classes apply in every sort of masquerade so like a master class you guys had yes. mentioned it uh like axel and Elune.
0: yeah um, i think i mentioned it uh when i was at rubicon the rubicon is the only one that I actually started to thought I, I was exposed on the fact that there's levels here's yeah. a new new entry intermediate entry advanced entry yada yada, yada. and there was like oh shit, this is recognized stuff? It's yeah. like, I'm in Drummondville. Like, what's yeah, going on?
1: I'm in Drummondville right now. <laughs> this is a population so me... of... <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: I know, I know. But yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, there is a hierarchy in people's craftsmanship. And it's cool that they they finally... Um... Recognize? Yeah. And, and that there's enough people also taking part in this and making it a passion to to create And really create. So it's funny. Like I was noticing like as we're all like social distancing and staying home, um, I realized that like people's cosplay pages, like now that there's literally like no conventions for the entire year, I see where people's content is going. So you have some people like Vane Virgo who are just like killing it on TikTok, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, making skits, like trying to keep the cosplay alive by doing more makeup looks. Um, It's really interesting to see like how people will brand themselves through the the stay-at-home process since you don't have the asset of being able to go to a convention physically Um, and then you have other people like those masterclass cosplayers Mm -hmm. you see they're still working on their stuff because their one blade or their one small piece took so much attention they're like well I'll be doing this for a month so (laughs) More time so, my, so, so for team. them it's like
0: it's nothing it's nothing new it's like oh okay i don't need to go out i'm at home <laughs> doing this anyways don't, it's like the the, the professional yeah. gamers like oh well stream life goes on practice, like i'm at home already
1: practice practice yeah because like practice, they practice. have to attend to so much detail in their costume that um we don't even fathom the amount of time they spend planning a year mm-hmm. ahead that's why like let's say someone does the wcs prelims in I on this year like if mm-hmm. they win um they would only go the year after because you need to make that costume or is it like they need to I'm not sure if they make a new costume or they go with the one they did their preliminaries with anyways it would be great to have people join this conversation as I'm babbling and correct oh I'm,
0: I know who to with, ping up I'll I'll ping up
1: me with facts I'll
0: ping up with I'll ping up uh Heloon and Axel
1: and Axel <laughs> but... and uh well, Dark Butlers, another. Oh, she's so good. There's so the, many... the the come only thing is left. the fact
0: that I have to make them practice their English
1: first <laughs> and come back right. The the they're also French from France, so it's like yeah. It's but totally but you, but uh,
0: what's funny is the fact that Axel, without this uh, whole uh, COVID nineteen, he was supposed to go to Switzerland, I believe, for a competition like in April.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not sure if that's linked to the WCS. again. Like I literally told. Um, some of my friends, like, you need to draw a map for me. Like minadoku. I'm not sure okay. who Minidoku is. Christelle. I told her, like, can you draw it out for me? Because I need to understand, like, okay, this competition at Otaku-thon, where does it lead people afterwards? Or what was before? Because um, when I was hosting for Geek It, we had done our... Um, um, the press conference? Yes. I had, like, screwed up and said that, like, Axel and Erine won the representation of Canada. Um, but they didn't. They didn't.
0: Ooh.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, and it, it really made me feel bad because like, I, like I said, these people, the amount of like attention to detail, and the work and the time they put into their stuff. Like for me, not they're to awesome. mention the people who won this year, which I don't have their names on hand, but they did message me and my friend put me in touch with them. And I spoke to her extensively. We added each other on Facebook. Um and you
0: bow down and it's like, oh, I apologize. Was like, oh God, I so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a simple weeb. I'll, I'll <laughs> decrease I mean, my level. i not
1: worthy. Um, <laughs> I felt really bad. Um, yeah. So that being said, it it's so much deeper than the average cosplayer myself. And, and and person, like, someone who's totally out of the, the community. Like, I can't even imagine how to start describing this to them. You know what I mean? like
0: Well, let's let's try in a short nutshell. Try. So right? th- this so is my
1: nutshell. You... This was my description of, like, there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of uh, hierarchy in what it takes to get to master class. And once you're in master class, that's when you could try to... Co- well, anybody from any class technically could compete to be in the WCS and represent Canada. Mm-hmm. But... Um. Yeah, it, you you need to be ready for the people you're gonna go against. You need to be ready for wardrobe malfunctions, like my lovely staff. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> while we were uh, on uh, Bean Ducks uh, Cosplay Cave, we had a lot of lovely cosplay guests come on talk about their masquerade experiences, their uh, cosplay contest experiences of being on stage, and everybody has a cringy. Wardrobe mishap or like a cringy cosplay breaking at the wrong moment story.
0: So basically, that's that's how you know that you made it, right? Like you have to be on stage. Something must have happened. Yeah,
1: like I got my. And, and it's game. like, okay, I got that
0: over. It's like yeah. I, I broke it. yeah, it's fine.
1: I broke my stuff on stage, guys. Never done yeah. it before. <laughs> Clearly, it has been done before. Everybody goes through an experience like that. I walked off the stage and was like, F my life. Great. And everyone's like, you did great, girl. And I was like, I love you guys so much. All of you are great. <laughs> like, it just reminded me, like, the entire day, like, I was with uh, Team Livid. Like, I wanted to stream. I brought my whole PC. Like, I wheeled my PC through the snow in a luggage for Lanny TS and spent my entire Saturday because I didn't realize how long the green room was going to take. And goddamn, does it take long? So people underestimate what it takes out of your... Your day. day at a convention to, to be part of a masquerade like that's your day, that is your really.
0: Time. So Absolutely. eight a.m. eight a.m. You're up to go in no, order to hit a six p.m.
1: But like, let's say the green room was at one. I think I started getting dressed and ready at like ten thirty. I did my makeup by the time I, I did my makeup and my hair like fixed my wig before I got to uh, Palais de Congres. Once I got mm-hmm. to Palais de Concret, I had to get dressed. And then once I got dressed and everything, okay, I literally was there at like one sharp or like a couple minutes after in typical rosy fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the judges start to call people up. And I think I was the second last or third to last. But either way, it doesn't matter because I wasn't going to do anything in the time of being in the green room and going on stage at, I think, 4.30. 4? Four? Four.
0: Uh four. for the mask for the contest? Uh I think it was I think it was between three and four.
1: Yeah. Three? Yeah. Okay, so two hours of green room. So like even if I had like a half hour window, which I didn't, mm-hmm. I would have been too nervous to like leave and go anywhere else or talk to friends. Like I would have been in my lonesome, like what am I gonna do on stage? Run through it in my head, like, oh my god. And then once you get on stage you never know what's going to happen, right? So everything we planned Mm -hmm. might have, like there was one girl, she uh, her song like didn't start on time or something like that. God, that happened to us at Land ETS two years before that too, when I was Kitty Cat Katarina. Like people's songs were getting cut short. I remember um, uh, Saritza Cosplay. She had her amazing Valkyrie Mercy and like her song got cut short and she had like edited a song so that there was like a meme jam of like, um, uh, mercy's like dance song at the end. And that got cut. It was part Uh of her skit and it got cut and she walked off the stage feeling like an idiot. And she was like, she just cried. She was like, I can't. Uh It's a very stressful experience. So to like have my staff break and walk off the stage, I was like, out with a bang like i i feel that like feeling that some cosplayers have to go through when they're just like i that i wasn't enough my god oh. but i didn't like that costume was uh valerie costume right like i had just uh reworked it and i wore it a lot before that year like i got that costume i think three years before that i've worn it a lot once I decided to be more sustainable with my cosplays and, like, try to not make as many cosplays, because I'm trying to spend money, obviously. I was, like, a broke-ass student. <laughs> Pardon my French. Um, but also just for environmental reasons and, like, trying to eliminate waste as much as I could to... I was like, why would I not buy this amazing costume that someone is not going to wear
0: anymore? So... So, so with yeah. cosplaying... Okay, so basically... Me, me, simple weeb here. Uh, I only and I only cosplay like for for Halloween uh, when my company hosts a Halloween contest or a Halloween party and everything. So I buy all my my stuff online like mm-hmm. all through eBay and like if I can pull off like I, like ju- good enough, I, I'm good for it. And like obviously like all my coworkers like just love the fact that I'm into it and everything. I almost won one of the contests one time except that I got I got bested by a zombie Grr. and that pissed me off because it's like it's a fucking zombie everybody's always a zombie like at, at some point
1: like, oh, it's
0: like it's like listen i'm the joker you should have given it to me <laughs> <laughs> It was like and i was a classic joker i was like uh jack nicholson style joker Did well without the twice? the scars but i i was in a suit i was in a purple suit i actually took the bus downtown in the purple suit with the green hair and people were looking at me and it was it wasn't halloween yet so basically i had to endure that So that was fun.
1: Oh, Oh. that's the other thing, right? Like most cosplayers have experienced like, that that feeling of being awkward and like in your cosplay on a bus or on a metro and everyone's yeah. kind of looking at you like what the hell is in that garbage bag there's a pointy tip god it's a sword oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah you get
0: the b- best of the both worlds you get the kids it's like mommy look <laughs> and you get the adult it's like weirdo it's yeah, like basically it's like i'm looking at you it's like you know you wanted to one time like shh but yeah
1: yeah where to buy materials like honestly it depends i I like to tell a lot of people try to use what's in your closet um try to go to secondhand stores and buy uh clothing items that you can modify
0: so um, stage one of Village developer get oh, like yes. first first costume make sure that they have sleeves that right, if you want to modify it second level would be no sleeves exactly. That's right. unfortunately unfortunately you can't do costume number one anymore
1: <laughs> yeah you got to make up your mind you got to let it go <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah
1: but yeah. it's funny because i've done that before and like taken an old costume and made a new costume out of that like just destroyed the old one to make the new one and it was like goodbye forever other costume i don't remember what it was but it was probably like a a sexier version of like the other costume i had so i like tore some pieces off of it or something. I don't know, for like YetiCon because it's a summer bathing suit uh, type. So of you
0: thing. went from bikini to bikini, bikini? Like- no, I
1: went from normal costume to bikini. Oh,
0: okay. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa. So pants do, to pa- bikini. No logo. pants, okay. yeah. Like, okay, how okay. can I make
1: the top more scandalous and then wear like bathing suit bottoms because I'll be in the water, whatever. Um, But yeah, so like, it's all about like being creative and sustainable. That's what it ended up being for me, like trying to um like they're starting to, starting to make more um uh eco foams and you know things like that but at the end of the day it's just like
0: i don't is know is that is that due to economics or is that due to
1: greenwashing shall we talk about it um
0: okay it's about that I, no but okay I so cuz <laughs> you you're you're talking about sustainable and stuff like that and to me it's Okay, sorry for the hippie talk, but we're in a capitalist country and we try to do it better and stuff like that. But, you know, like after going to Halloween and like you're looking at it, it's like, am I going to pull off the same costume again or I'm going to have to repurpose and it's going to be more money? And I set a certain budget for this and since it's a one-time event i'm Mm -hmm. like my maximum is gonna be 100 bucks whereas cosplayer because of x amount of conventions and do you want to reuse it or not and stuff like that because i mean i have two sisters in uh in montreal that did uh the lord of the rings um uh it's the elven sisters uh so basically what happened last year was it last year I think it was yeah it was last uh, last year Montreal Comic Con, a whole bunch of photographers flocked to them because, uh, I think it was the oldest sister. She came in as Wonder Woman, and the younger sister came in as Superman. Mm-hmm. So and they're tall as fuck. So they're like five ten. So everybody just like got I Was like, as an Asian, I look up all the time. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but I am but, yeah, not
1: getting involved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I i mean everybody just flocked to them but the thing is after that they appear that i wouldn't say gimmick but like that cosplay several times so basically they already so but they're i i assume that they're the uh so according to their profile they're also in school and everything so you being part of school and you gradually wanted to compete and everything now sustainability and reusability comes into play a lot right yeah
1: and monetary gain like a uh, monetary like
0: there's no the gain
1: uh, there is no gain exactly and and you're spending a lot of money that's not going anywhere and everybody wants that dream of like i want to make cosplay as, and make money off of it but like it's um sadly not a reality mm-hmm. the cosplay itself will rarely get you the money it's everything around it right um yeah it's the package but we can talk about that later um yep. But is the sad truth of of the the industry itself, and we see that with like the whole influence culture, and it's the same thing with cosplayers. Cosplayers to companies who are paying for you to do your cosplay are you're just um, a way for them to to brand and and help their marketing, essentially. But
0: but okay, so um, cost wise, educate us public or, or us level one weeb um what's the okay what's the cheapest amount after school okay school, okay, like school budget done... school school budget doesn't count school <laughs> budgets we we all ate ramen and, and mac and cheese
1: okay but like okay listen this is the sad thing about post um graduate studies and just like university um studies is that like you can get a degree and not get a job <laughs> myself like so many people you can still end up finding a job like you'll work somewhere else but it won't be as much money which is why i was streaming a lot then so let's just say that i was working at a minimum wage job with a slight little boost because of tips and streaming donations that's fine it's still a job
0: right like i'm not this i'm not dismissing no, 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 McDonald's I, I and, and, and stuff like that. I want to give like a realistic
1: ju- budget for like someone yeah, yeah. who has like an income, but like nothing crazy. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. it's basically, it's a young adult income. A young yes. adult income, like the average that I would want to spend on a cosplay. Like honestly, I really was trying to not go over $200. If you think about it, yeah, yeah, that's minimum. Uh, if you think about it, like a wig, a good wig is maybe 70 80 bucks oh shit yeah you could find i mean then again look the amazing cosplayers around me in the community montreal some of them do buy like a cheaper like uh ebay or uh, amazon wig from china and like you can work wonders with it get a steamer get um,
0: yeah, but you'll get caught with the, those qualities Like, I'm sorry about my people, but they they like to take your money. <laughs> uh,
1: you won't get your bang for your buck, right?
0: You'll get your bang for your buck. So basically, you gotta you gotta midsize it. So basically, if you get a medium wig and you can <clears throat> take it for a ride and stuff like that, mm-hmm. props to you. But you need to know the techniques and everything. So, yeah,
1: exactly. So like you you could buy like th- like oh, well, I mean you can buy an arta wig which will be really full. And the quality, I saw them there, they're more expensive. Um, but they're easier to work with because, like, if I want to make a ponytail in an Arta wig and I take gather the hair to make a ponytail, I won't see the wefts of hair in like the wig cap. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, the sticking? okay. Of the West, yes, yes, yeah. So, like, if you buy a wig at like Party City, it's the under, it's and... the under
0: part of the yeah, wig part exactly. that, that connects to your head. Sorry, guys, this is a podcast. This is not visual. Is
1: <laughs> I forget. Like, I'm not on Pathway Cave. No one can see no, me. No,
0: you're not on Twitch. I'm sorry, but I need to keep on doing the ninja stuff, so nobody's gonna be able to see me. And if I do go on Twitch, it's gonna be with a ninja mask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's definitely like the wig is sometimes almost let's just say a third of your budget and then your fabric like fabric is not cheap like people think about it they're just like oh whatever fabric like I'm lucky if I find something secondhand at Village Valor that I could work off of and cut parts off and re um, instead of buying fabric and doing it from scratch um, yeah, like a fabricville, right? Yeah, if you're buying, then again, I would shop in the discount section all the time. Like, I'm not the type of person to be like, okay, it needs to be like a chiffon, and it needs to be like this many. Uh, what do you call it?
0: Uh, Layers. Fit or fit. thread threads threads threads. Um, you're I, not buying bed sheets. You're not buying bed sheets. You don't like, care about them.
1: there are when you're making like. Let's say I wanted to make like a Game of Thrones cosplay. Okay. Okay. A curtain, I would be looking at fabrics that are mostly used for, like, curtains. The thread count Mm -hmm. is high. They're heavy fabrics. They're expensive fabrics because some of them, most of them are embroidered. Uh, They have, like, a shimmer to them. Like, if you look at buying screen-accurate or even the same fabric, like, uh, I don't know if you know the Estrada Sisters. They tend to do that a lot. They'll buy the same fabric that some of the movies or TV shows use. Uh,
0: Oh, Estrada Sisters. Uh, little uh, Little Nandroid.
1: Yeah, so Carmen, oh, yeah. Aileen, yeah. and Sam—they'll uh, try yeah. to do that as much as possible with their costumes. It's very expensive. Um, so people, when people don't believe them, like they have an eye for their detail. That's what they want to do. So you can't discount the that the quality of something, right? It, whereas me, I don't care, right? I'll go in the discount section. I'll buy a white fabric. I don't care what it is. Is it? I, I'll look at like, okay, is there spandex in it? Like, is it stretchy? can't be touchy. I need to
0: whatever
1: but I don't really care but if you do you can get fabrics that are 30 to even 80 or 90 dollars a meter
0: but the thing is when you say care care goes in which direction like me seeing in judging the cosplayer or the cosplayer judging themselves saying like this is the thing you uh, need to
1: define yourself as someone who's gonna either do a masquerade and be competitive or someone who's gonna be a social media, uh, more of a, a hall cosplayer, as I like to okay. call it. Like, okay. I'm not gonna spend my time going to a masquerade. Like, I liked the experience to do one time or twice. But would I want that to be my con life? No. Like, so is
0: that the end game? Like, I mean,
1: the end game for some people, like, I, I was saying earlier on the, the the final point I wanted to get at was seeing cosplayers in confinement now how some are doing TikTok some are doing makeup looks they're trying to like say how can I do this indoors and then I see people who are like master cast cosplayers working on their cosplays some of them are also master sewers if, oh yeah like Bandit Spurs who's like an amazing seamstress mm-hmm. Emily mm-hmm. Govain mm-hmm. creations who's an amazing seamstress um they're making she was masks. one of the
0: judges right
1: yes she was yes yeah yes, yes. so she makes everything by hand she also 3d prints um so she's still doing all that in confinement like you see the passion you see that like it's a hobby yeah
0: like, like i mean even you know, like, like uh valkyria cosplay she does accessory prints and and so forth and her boyfriend uh uh whiz props does mm-hmm. like weapons and stuff like, that. like they she she shot her living room and everything. I think some of the stuff like she takes care and I I believe it like the fact that when people commission her for props and you know you see the blueprint and stuff like that and everything and like people don't understand like it takes if you want something accurate it yeah it takes a bit and actually I was at I was talking with uh, this morning uh, Miss Pum Pixel Art, and we're discussing on the conversion rate, the the, the cost behind of hosting a table for her merch versus uh, other people. And we're trying. Uh, she was explaining her audience and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like at a convention,
1: uh, how much it costs for her to go versus what she's gonna make back. As yeah
0: artist. yeah yeah as an artist uh especially we uh, like i ask her like what's more uh profitable and what and the reason and stuff like that it comes down on like the expenses right which is hosting the booth and, and everything wow. and i go uh, okay so and she's questioning the audience that comes to her because her price point for the stuff that she does it's because the her stuff and i have mentioned this when i gave uh, the episode on the uh, props on on her streaming channel and mm-hmm. how she does pixel art and stuff like that and that the fact that a pixel art is roughly in the range of fifty bucks versus a print which is ten dollars.
1: Yeah. Now, so people there's... are like, "Oh God, like such a high it's price." So high <laughs> price. Really, that's what it is.
0: That's what it is. Manual work versus I do it once. I spent I don't know eight hours. I I I, I lost touch in how long it t- takes to do drawing, but I think it's it could be multiple retries. But once yeah, you but get then it done, you print it. You print it. It costs like $2 for like an 18 by 11 and you just mass produce it. Huh?
1: It's like not even sometimes.
0: It depends on how much you mass produce and what kind of quality of paper and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Like I, when I did raw artists and I had to print all my pictures and like it went to like $3. No, one of my prints was metallic and it costed me like, yeah, it cost me like, Five seven eight like seven bucks at least a print, yeah. And it was a large print and stuff like that. When I was in
1: university, I had to print posters like those huge posters for like research presentations, and they're freaking expensive, yeah. And just like putting the glossy finish is like that's an extra $20. You're like, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And after that, if you want it for longevity, you want to laminate it, it just adds and adds and that's like my canvas. Like, I have uh, a canvas that I bought at Montreal Comic-Con three years ago, I think Uh, at, at Studio Maze, who's the one that actually got me my uh, media pass for Comic-Con. Like I met Walid, uh just because of, I, I love the look of the play that he did on Captain America. And it was like one of those cutesy uh, chibi Captain America. And he's like so in action pose with his, shield up that's right he goes look at the shield i looked at it and, it's, <laughs> and the shield says made in china You're i like, go i need to buy this how much is it 110 i'm like fuck my life i'll take it <laughs> and but i have the, i had the budget like like but that's
1: the thing is that like, we take it for granted um and that's one thing that cosplay taught me as well like now that i have a full-time job like i feel i'm super lucky especially in the times like now um where i'm like okay, who are the artists I really like? Like, I can buy stuff off of them. Um, And I think of my friends who are cosplayers, my friends who are artists as their full-time job, you know, like, who are entrepreneurs. Like, right now is a time for you to support people like that and for us to not devalue their work. Even photographers, like... People underpay photographers, videographers all the time. They don't understand the work that goes behind it. They don't understand the time that you spend on it. And that's where I had to get realistic with my standards of my own cosplay. I don't care. And so I can cheap myself out. But the funny thing is, if I had to make a prop, I always thought about it. Like if I had to make a prop for someone else, I'd probably give 125% because I'd feel bad. I'd be like, oh my God, I got to do everything. So I can't even imagine. It's somebody else's like,
0: money. That's what you sort yeah. of regret, I guess. Yeah.
1: yeah. So like I can, there were times where I was like, oh, I almost wish I just paid someone to do this for me because their skill and the time they spent on it, it would have been so much more efficient. That's when you could then commission an artist to do it. Do you know what I mean? If you have a certain expectation that you really want uh. The, the blade from soul Calibur, and i want it to be like that like and then you can think like i will keep this in my house after as a piece of art like as memorabilia then it might be worth it for you if it's not a personal project for you to build it yourself mm-hmm. to maybe commission someone who's gonna make it for you and cast it for you maybe 3d print it for you and make mm-hmm. it look real and it'll be right. so much more of that, like, fulfillment when you go out in the hall. But a lot of people I found, um, like, I know of certain people who felt shame for, like, buying cosplays. And really? I don't mean from artisans, because those are too expensive, right? Like my friend was telling me, I remember, I was like, I might want, I, I had a full time job at the time, but I was like, hey, I might want a commission for you to make me a uh, dress from Daenerys from Game of Thrones. She's like, okay, girl, like, I just want a ballpark it for you. It's gonna be like, you know, maybe at least $500. And I was like, Oish. yeah. But that's what I was expecting because I know the value of people's work. But if you tell that to other people, they'll freaking run for the hills. They'll buy their cheap $100, $200 dress on. At Party
0: Expert. Yeah. Or, 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 or or Amazon, and we've just punched it in like on eBay easily, like boom.
1: You'll, you'll, you'll know. Like, you'll know the quality is not there. Uh, The stitching, like, it's just, it's not the same. And, um, I would much rather like support a friend than uh, and have something that like really is iconic than and, have something cheap that is then And valuable. I think the
0: response behind it like okay for, there there's obviously different type of hacks that you can make so that it, it can sure. look good and everything but I think sure. it's, it's just like in photography or any artistic okay. world drawing, painting or whatever it is, you go by levels and you get what you get right you get what and you, you have to for,
1: be and you get what you get based on your skill level it's exactly it's the same thing with photographers
0: yeah and and i'm i'm surprised like people get shamed Just like it's,
1: it's well it's not a, i didn't finish my thought there what i what i meant to say is some people um yes oh, okay wait to correct you they do get shamed
0: okay. i feel
1: like there shouldn't be a shame behind it but that shame that people get on social media and stuff for buying certain things or parts of their costume uh, that turns to hate. It makes people scared to disclose it and then they're being hypocrites. Like, people will pretend they made a cosplay they never made. Really? You get what I'm saying?
0: Really? There's that much...
1: (sighs) This was a big thing, mind you, while I was cosplaying, like, what, circa 2016? (laughs) Oh. Okay. 17. This was a big thing. Like all those, like small, like cosplay sellers on, like oh, what's the Chinese version of uh, Amazon? Called? Oh, Alibaba. No, not Alibaba.
0: Alibaba Express.
1: AliExpress. No. AliExpress. No, it's something Chinese.
0: No, AliExpress is Chinese. No. It's 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 like it's the, the whole su-
1: website is in Chinese. Like you need to translate it.
0: Hmm pre-alibaba express i hope <laughs> google, google translate version i of it. i
1: have to look it up it's gonna bother me but there is this. Okay. Like, and and like so people what people what companies would do is they would buy the cosplays off of these chinese websites and then sell them on their websites because i would notice the photos were the same but the prices were different uh, and i was like oh okay that's scratchy. but like you can't buy off a chinese website anyways anyways and then people would be wearing these at conventions and like just conveniently not saying where they were from um and it's like girl no one like no one cares like just like i don't know people felt the need to like lie about where they got their things it wasn't just those block cosplays it was like wigs like they bought the wig already pre-styled but they didn't Mm want to say it they were like styled by me and you're like oh my lord
0: but is this a, between bye. among cosplayer versus another cosplayer saying it's this?
1: Definitely that. Like, if you were a layperson, okay. you would not be able to tell the difference. You're like, girl, I don't care. You look good. Okay, bye. And that's what I think. Like, people got so caught up to go back to what we were saying at the beginning. Got so caught up in the competition of it all, and in like trying to be the best and trying to, um, I don't know, prove it to who I don't know. Because at the end of the day and it's not about
0: the WWCG right It's not about the summit and, and exactly and stuff it like has that.
1: nothing to do with that because once you get to that level, people know. They know everything. Okay. They're discriminating on like the type of stitching you did versus the other person. Like it's so. Nuts. This
0: is the aristocrat snobs. This is like going against ratatouille's judges. Uh, the the, the yes, critic for ratatouille, an old right?
1: <laughs> yeah, basically that's the masquerade. But that's what it should be. Like in my opinion, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's, fair.
0: that's like you know if you're going to a beauty pageant and you know exactly. that's a different type but, of life. And when you're real, when when it's the Olympics and and stuff like that. There's high scrutiny, right? There's the prestige yeah. behind it. You have to look at the 360 and, and stuff like that. And it's fair game to say that you all all the, the, the stuff that we've been mentioning uh, about the aesthetics, the cost, the quality, and stuff like that, if you cheap out on it, it's going to show. And you have expert, expert that does this in... You know, that it's like the, the the snobs of like not snob snob, but I mean like the the, the connoisseur of that. The, but they the are is, the
1: connoisseur. Yeah.
0: Those connoisseurs came from the same type of background. They had to endure the cycles and stuff like. That. Even though, yeah, like I mean, cosplaying itself, it's like, 20. but they
1: found where they belonged. Like, you'll start cosplaying. You'll go to a convention. You'll make friends with, with a bunch of people. You'll be a part of the community, and you'll notice, like, you know what. I've been to Otaku I really like cosplaying, and you'll notice that when you're a teenager, you start going, like, for me, it was, I, I mean, I was always an academic as a kid, like, I loved reading, I loved, I, I so, like, my focus was school, my focus was, but I loved the lore, I was a big comic book fan, I, I'm a big fantasy fan, so, a big film nerd, like, I quote things constantly, um, so i'm a huge you
0: shoot you shoot movie mem- memes to express yourself my
1: god the amount of times <laughs> i like say random lines to my coworkers and they're like that's from something and they're, <laughs> i'm like i'm just gonna wait for you to figure it out um but that's the kind of <laughs> person i am and, and like that's the kind of like passion and drive i found from the people in convention community like not necessarily just cosplayers but like I have friends who don't cosplay who I met at conventions or through online gaming who we then met up with at conventions and like we became fast friends and like real friends so that's what mattered to me more and I stopped worrying one thing that one of my friends who is a cosplayer told me was like I was really good at tuning out all the negativity like a lot of confidence. were you
0: super were you superficial due to the negativity or you just it didn't bother you?
1: It I never really got a l- heat like some girls do.
0: Okay, um,
1: and I'm not gonna say girls, I'm sure some guys get some heat too. And it's not when people start attacking you as a person and not just um, your work, but even mm-hmm. if it's your work, like oh, why did you oh god, like her wig, like, oh, this, like. I don't want to be a part of that. Like I, I don't like that. Like I judge people by the content of their character, and I meet them in person at conventions, and I like to get a hold of. Like, then again, a convention is a very superficial meeting, but you get a <laughs> everybody's
0: make people. believe. You don't know if that what's real or what's fake. So and, it's like, and like,
1: if you want to laugh, like part of one of my master's theses was written about. The cosplay community. Um and that's what I was I was delving into the philosophy of, of the self and how wait, is that published? Uh it's not published, but it's uh published to my professor. Um no I never I never published it. So
0: oh, yeah. I would like to read that. That's the only thing I might read in the um, last 10 I have years. to
1: find it because low key uh my laptop got stolen during my masters. <gasps> so I have to find the final <gasps> copy but I'll, I'll 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 if I find it I'll send it to you. But it's you know we put on masks as cosplayers constantly and you meet people in the convention hall and you're like she's nice he's pretty cool and then you hear things and you don't know what to believe and I think we could talk about this maybe another time in another sounds episode like sounds huh? but that's yeah. a bit of I was telling you before we started the episode, I maybe wanted to dive into a bit, which maybe we could do in another episode, in the dark side of cosplay. And that's what I was delving into in my thesis, was a bit of how we identify ourselves in front of people. Like, we're acting, right? As cosplayers, we act constantly.
0: But, like, Mm -hmm. how do
1: I know where your acting ends and who... The real person behind you is Mm -hmm. so as someone who grew up online i was always really weary of the people i met online but i was i mean the people i met honestly from the community were pretty cool but i knew who to stay away from and who to call a friend Mm -hmm. um but i think a lot of people don't realize that and we take um Mm -hmm. some people take advantage of people's gullibility they take advantage of people's innocence and um the fact that we're into the same stuff. Like I can go to a Taku-thon and meet like all these amazing cool people who are like into the same mangas as I am. And like you feel friendship with those people because like you're talking and you're like, oh my god, yeah, that's so cool. Like
0: you have the same belief. Yeah, you have the same universe and stuff, but like
1: exactly. So and and it's easy for like you to get caught up with the wrong people because you're so um like there's like a smoke screen in front of them of all the stuff that you guys have in common and you don't get to who what their actual character is until, for some people, it's too late. They find out, like, wow, that person was never my friend. They're talking behind my back. And in a way, our whole life is like high school. And cosplay is no exception to that, unfortunately. So... That's, I, I, I did see a lot of that in, in the cosplay community. Um, but like everything, there's a light and dark to everything, right? There's right. Where there's a positive, there is the negative. And um, for me, like I took a step back from cosplay for, like I said, monetary reason. For my job, like I got my job in a field I wanted to work in. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm super happy with that. Um, and it's gotten me to work with a bunch of like influencers and know the behind the scenes of what it would be like to hire a cosplayer to do marketing work with you right so in a way like it's really cool because i see like it could be a way of living your life like you could you could but you need it's a
0: transition to- it's a growth and transition and it's not solely on competing and and, and stuff like that so you can oh, yeah, have both sure. sides of the way
1: but like for people who want to jump in and be like, I just want to make a cosplay, you need to know your expectations of your own strengths, like on your own uh, crafting strengths is what I mean to say. Like-
0: yeah, it's like build like hands, hands crafting or like renovating something. It's like, I suck at painting. I suck at following instructions. I'll hire somebody else. I rather not kill myself. <laughs> but you know what?
1: On the other hand, I'm really good. Like I, I could probably manage to go shopping and maybe try to find this. I have, I can cut the sleeves off. I can make the pants like this. Oh, I actually have something that looks like that. Let me use it. Like, uh, I'll never see those pants again. Cause I need to destroy them, but it's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: there's a way to find what you're looking for in everything um yeah for me like i really like constructing like weapons and stuff
0: okay so our prop so the props and everything
1: that was the coolest thing for me did they ever come out the way i wanted them not always (laughs) that's the sorry i hit my headset but like that's the other thing is like it's it's like you're discovering your own talents but at the same time like you gotta be like is this gonna like survive a convention
0: yeah you, you gotta trial by fire trial by errors and like it's you're not gonna get it a first shot never like no matter what you're gonna do so it's better like you have to set your bar super low so that you can reap the reward of learning and after that like okay what's next and learn from it and and everything
1: yeah and don't be shy to like ask other cosplayers for help like hey i'm having trouble making this you made something similar like if someone made the same cosplay as you that's what i would do i would look on instagram and be like oh my god this is really cool sometimes i would just like dm them and they would answer me they'd be like hey this is what i use this is what i did um like i don't know that's where i never felt that competition with other cosplayers i would always Mm -hmm. like want to learn because i found Mm -hmm. it so cool um yeah, and I guess that's why I never really cared about the whole high school negativity aspect of it all because I would just try to not get involved. Okay. Like, if I saw I was getting brought into something, I would try to leave. Um yeah.
0: So let's let's uh go on a go off on a happy note. So yeah. you've listened to my primer yes. and as a cosplayer, <laughs> so I, I explain the primer as a photographer and as a weeb to my non-weeb friends. Now you go on the flip side is like how did I do?
1: I think you did pretty good. Like I, I told you like I took notes. Um yeah so like which conventions to go to oh why does montreal comic-con not have as many cosplayers as uh, otakutan i explained that a bit right like so wcs there's a lot more like a-game cosplayers at otakutan a lot of times people will like try their costumes for mtl comic-con and then by the time they get to otakutan they're like oh actually forget that costume or like maybe i'll make this instead and then you would have here's met. the next
0: level, or yeah. like okay, so it, it didn't shine as good as because it's at the same venue, right? It's at Palais de Congres, really? so basically, you got the same lighting, you got the same floors, and, and stuff like that. It's like okay, if or it didn't like shine, the correct broke, way.
1: how do I fix this
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the fly? So, oh okay, 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 yeah. So, I explain on where are the best cosplays and what's the intricacy and everything. What else did I get right?
1: um you were talking i mean some of your episodes were talking about photography um so let's bring it back to that for a little bit finding a photographer to work with is uh super cool it's a great like being in Vijay hall is a great place to be if you're at montreal comic-con or otakutan you'll see the vibe in the cosplays for montreal comic-con is a lot more people try like there's an unspoken rule but like not really anymore of like trying to keep it comic book or TV show movie related. When you go to Montreal comic con stick, maybe more anime uh, manga when you go to Otakutan Um, and the photographers do change because Montreal comic con will have a lot of big media uh, press and stuff. So it's honestly up to you. If you want to bring your a game to Montreal comic con, because there's bigger press there. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanna just like stay niche and do maybe like that one outfit from them, one episode of Fate's Day night and wear it at like Otagutan, because you know that's the crowd, right? So you need to like read your crowd, read your con. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: if you're gonna compete also, right? Because every masquerade at every convention is different. Um mm-hmm. You could sometimes know who the judges are in advance. That's always a, a good thing. They announce it, right? Yes, most of the time. Like okay. when it's planned ahead, they don't
0: hide that. I don't. I don't think they hide it.
1: No, 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 no. no. But it's just sometimes Listen. it's last minute, right? <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, did we know that? <laughs> um. So uh, yeah.
0: So so as a co- okay. So I got that right. I got oh. Uh, well, yeah. Did, yeah, I, did I get you... anything wrong?
1: No, no. I mean. Uh,
0: I, I'm talking more about respecting. Like, okay, so one th- one thing that you know, the, the taking John shots from we,
1: afar. Like, did you ever get in trouble? Like, I'm turning the tables on you. Did you ever get in trouble for like taking pictures of a cosplayer
0: from far? That? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Vain's Margo, <laughs> she'll she'll attest to, oh, to this.
1: I could hear her yelling across the hall Oh like,
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So what happened is at the talk-o-thon it was the Friday. She was, uh, her and Nora, they come in pairs, right? Yeah. So basically, that particular Friday, was it Friday? It was Saturday. No, it was Saturday. It was Saturday, I believe. And they came, well, I forget the date. They were the Powerpuff Girls.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: it was Friday. So, it was Friday. Very bubbly, you know, very colorful. And uh, so... She she knows who I am now because I presented myself on uh, during Montreal Comic Con. So they so before Montreal Comic Con two thousand nineteen, they didn't know who I was. Yada yada, they love my work, Just cool. And after that, wh- after like not being able to catch each other and, and and do my ninja shot and everything. And after that, I start saying hey. I am shot by jail and they have the big gas. It's like, oh, it's you. you. <laughs> yeah, it's love those type of reaction. On the Friday of a talkathon, what I naturally do BTS right, but the thing is, I also make sure that they're not like you know. I learn. I, I as I told one of my friends about the, the the incident about making sure that you're not taking pictures when they're out of costume is because there was a stormtrooper that. That caught this random old dude taking pictures that because he's just an old dude taking pictures during the event at a Montreal Comic Con and she went up to him is like English English or French please do not yada 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 that in my mind it's like okay no BTS shot if they don't have their costume on yes got it okay I won't get shouted at um but because the fact that you know it's. She, so Vayne's Vargo and her friends were taking a selfie shots off the cell phone and everything. So I I just instinctively BTS shot friends and like, you know, yeah. friends taking, a, you know, put up my camera, took the shot. And after that, her friend, her feisty friend, uh, I think it was Bubbles. Who's the green one? Um, the I think
1: what Nora was Bubbles.
0: Oh, okay. okay. No, it was the um, the one that, that wore green. She noticed me from the corner of her eyes. and She go, she goes, wait a minute. And after uh, that, like, Alejandra just said, no, 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 no. He's fine. We know him. It's fine. <laughs> Had to calm her down. After that, I actually got a legit pictures and stuff like that. But at the end, when I actually published it and everything, everybody loved it. Obviously, that was my only time where I got a bit of shit for 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 doing one of my ninja shots and everything
1: yeah but it's like i think it's because a lot of people like do that kind of thing without yes. knowing the person yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. The, like i i know okay so going backwards a of course the, the people that knows me and eventually knows me and get tags from me it's like i don't do it for ill intent i don't do it for, for those reasons and 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 as I explained at the beginning, is like I take I usually take I usually get in my head a caption before I actually take the shot. Sometimes,
1: yeah, like you said about and... me eat the hot dog, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew I was setting myself up, mind you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you probably like.
1: I was like, if I... I don't
0: go through no. this. Mm, just <laughs> get it over with. Exactly. Uh, but but the thing is, I also be, but the incident with the stormtrooper was at least. Four three and a half years to four years prior and that's when I understood the respect part and the complexity and I started reading on the complexity of the cosplaying field and, and stuff like that and it made sense right yeah and I understand and and she wasn't the only one too After that it was a daisy chain of me taking bts shots of people of cosplayers that I do know and after that one of their friends just like dive in Excuse and says me? no no it
1: but that's cool because that shows that they're at least surrounded by people who care.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. And obviously, I never take ninja shots when the actors are around, you know, like those mm-hmm. those volunteers with the big signs mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. flash photography. There's those two. And like I got used to a lot of those stuff. So I only had two occasions where like my ninja shot wasn't accepted. Yeah. But after that, it w- it wasn't like I was going to get smashed on. It's just more like, no, no. I was taking a friend's picture and it was due to that like the i I think uh somebody actually told me like yeah you were taking your pictures and it was like a holding hands moment and some of that and one of the secure one of the volunteer security is like hey you know there's a photographer's like walking around oh that's probably our one of our friends it's fine uh but yeah there's There's And that's like not just a cosplay. That's like everywhere that I ever work with. Like Let it be from influencers or models and stuff like that. There's always one asshole that just took it one too far and it's like just burned gazillion bridges for all the other like normal people.
1: It's just because not everybody has an innocent intent like you do. You know what I mean? Um, Not everybody is respectful. And like for a cosplayer, it's the only way that they can... Like stand by themselves and their own self. No, for sure. Right,
0: like for sure. And that's why, like, when I explain to my, to my friends, is like, a most cosplayer are a okay on having their t- pictures taken if consent, so, mm-hmm. and that's more than fine. Or you know what, if you don't feel like walking up to them and and that's never a problem because you're shy uh, if some people are shy, yeah, yeah some people are shy like just wait for another photographer to do it for you and after that like they're gonna be so swamped with other photographers like uh, he did it first like i'm just gonna storm Not in the and the
1: photographer like, wall right
0: <laughs> yeah the photographer wall or that like just this instance like
1: five starger is
0: my turn now it's like fuck this i do my shot i walk away
1: like the other thing is that a lot of people will do those like creepy lurking shots and then they won't tag you and they'll just have a photo of you forever and like the thought of that is super creepy to me and that was the other thing like when you start cosplaying like for someone who doesn't just want to cosplay at a con but wants to become a um i don't know how to call it like a cosplayer or like an influencer <laughs> wants to become an internet identity um, yeah. you need to be ready for like people recognizing you places and the things that you're putting online like anybody yeah. being able to find them including your future employers Um, and for cosplayers putting themselves in a vulnerable position of being in a costume and being at the mercy of all these photographers and strangers um. Like, I got into the habit of like printing business cards and giving them to everyone, but then you run out. Sometimes you don't give them, sometimes you forgot them, and Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, people don't tag you in photos. And that's also another thing. Like, you have no more control over your content. And that's um, a scary thought, but that's the reality of it. You need to. Be... Well, that's
0: social media's fault, right? Exactly. It's kind of hard to. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of easy to drop in and drop out uh, of the thing and you start posting and, and stuff like that. But and
1: once you get as... in the limelight, people still want to know about you. You want to get out of it. You want to think about yourself. But you, if you created a following under your name and your brand, you can't just abandon that. And if you abandon it, it's like you abandon it for real. Like,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah, people won't let okay. you forget that. <laughs>
0: So do you want to add anything else about day-to-day uh, as a cosplayer perspective? Basically? Like
1: cosplayer perspective, day-to-day, I think we got through everything. Like I know some of the negative stuff I mentioned, the whole high school thing is a reality. That's why I mentioned it. There's a lot of other stuff that we can dive into later, but that's a little more uh, serious. We could say that for another time, if ever. Um, But yeah, it's just a part of it. The money, making sure to be sustainable as much as you can. Set your limits, set a budget and try to stick by it um if you do have the monetary means to spend more do it try to find local cosplayers local crafters that will make an amazing sword for you or take your measurements and make you a lovely gown if that's what you want um you'll see it's worth the money and the time they put into it it'll last you a long time you can re-wear it you know what i mean like that that's a big deal uh You know, and if you are building something yourself and you're trying to personally grow your own skills of being a cosplayer and a crafter, like take pictures, dialogue it, um, try to keep track of your work in progress. That's a lot of fun. Like looking back on my old photos of me making things that didn't turn out great are so funny to me. So I love that. Um and try not to lose yourself in the cosplay life, not to stress yourself out too much. I know we didn't talk about that, but like cosplayers are under so much stress to get stuff done, whether it's for a masquerade or just for a convention and take some photos with photographers. Like I find a lot of my cosplayer friends really stress themselves out. You need to not only set a budget, but like a mental capacity. What can you stress yourself out and take balance your like crafting in your life so that you don't lose yourself. And start pulling all-nighters too much. Even though we all know we do that at some point. We con-crunch and then...
0: Oh, yeah. Forget yeah. that. Like, I, I do it for a work period. It's like all my bad university habits just comes back. They it's come like, back to that- haunt you. <laughs> that's due tomorrow it's like yeah 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 i have an hour before the meeting presentation doc 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 it's like you ready yet yeah 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 hey you're late for the presentation yeah yeah it's my own presentation don't wait after me my god
1: i swear (laughs) like me alejandra and nora were talking about it like it's cool that vain virgos is a duo i we keep coming back to them but like i love that they're a duo because like one can take over for the other and like i found that like they're both students right and like balancing that for them i was like oh but now i I think
0: Vane's virgo is like purely out of hand
1: for now yeah but like nora will still chime in and it's just like having that support then again every cosplayer i know has like a really good cosplay friend or entourage that's there to help Mm -hmm. them or like Mm -hmm. gather together and con crunch together like i find that really cool that people still do that uh like necromimi and tokidoki cosplay They'll, mm-hmm. like, power together and, like, build stuff. Um, they're also both students, so it's, like, that life of just, like, supporting each other and finding mm-hmm. a good support group, right? Balance your life right. and your cosplay it, and your friends. Yeah. All
0: right. So thank you, Rosie.
1: No problem. It was fun. I'll see you next time. Yes. bye blah. blah